0: Saturdays with Jenny
1: on Kayan 959 on the street, on the air.
0: Now we're talking about two wonderful successes we're talking about two massively talented writers. Both of them write uh, novels but both of them are also very very involved in the world of comic books and uh, so let me just introduce you I was talking about Mahali Mashigo a short while ago when we were talking to Lorette about Book Dash uh, because Mahali has done Book Dash so has Lauren Bukes, my other guest and the two of them massively talented and doing things internationally that we hardly know about in South Africa, but we are going to know about it. So first of all, Mahali, thank you so much. I know you've been hanging on for ages and ages, but lovely as always to talk to you. Hi Jenny, I've been enjoying the show while I've been hanging on. Oh, uh, have you? <laughs> well, I was just recounting to people. I don't think you heard it, but uh, but I was talking to Lorette, and I was just saying that the first time that uh, that I ever set eyes on you was in Franchook and and you had the you know the blonde in your hair, and uh, you looked wild and wonderful, and I thought she's going to be shy. I know she's going to be shy with this crowd of people, and you were being introduced to everybody by Pan Macmillan, and you were anything but shy And you would you just came out, and from then on, it has just been one success after the other. That was your first your first novel, The Yearning, and it's still a huge success, isn't it? Oh
2: yes, I remember that. That was in twenty sixteen. Goodness, yes, it seems yes. like a lifetime ago. I, I remember that night. I was so nervous, so I think I was
0: I was overcompensating with all of the talking and. Oh, so you can re- you can remember, <laughs> can it, can remember it, it, can you? Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean yeah, that was I mean, I mean Franschuk I think went to you. I mean that was a part thrown for you so it was uh, you know just an idea of what was to come because I'm just looking at your you know at the journey you've gone on I mean of course intruders and whatever but the comic books this is what is actually driving you at the moment isn't it
2: yes I am I am working on a lot of comic book stuff right now
0: this Your female heroine, the illustrations I've seen, please talk to us about that a little bit.
2: So when Marvel approached me for what is, um, it's called the United States of Captain America, and they wanted me to create a local Captain America, uh, somebody who's inspired by the captain or wants to do something for their neighborhood. And they basically gave me a name and the fact that she's an activist, and I basically took it from there. I imagined what she would look like, and I wanted her suit to pay homage to flojo and so that's why the one pant leg is is missing (laughs) and i was so excited to create this character and i worked with natasha bustos who's amazing and she she basically made this character come to life and i'm so excited to be working on a captain america and creating a local captain
0: so so is this book going to be released i mean not this book i've got books on my mind of course i mean is this comic series is it online or is it going to be in the flesh or is it both it's actually both, but it's so funny because the
2: last Marvel project I worked on—I still don't have the book myself—but um, <laughs> it's apparently <laughs> it's apparently in the mail. Um, yeah, so it's going to be released online,
0: and you can also get it from comic book stores. So, so, so why has why? New York gone dilly about this? I mean, Captain America is. It inherently American, but I suppose it's got it can travel. It can, which obviously it has done. Well,
2: I, I think um, this particular series is celebrating eighty years of uh, Captain America. I think it's eighty. I think I'd be wrong, uh, but it's a celebration of eighty years of Captain America. And I've always been interested in superheroes because mm. they kind of represent. What we think would be the best of us, right? If we if we had superpowers, most people think that they would be good guys. And I'm very interested in what happens when regular people like Nichelle actually don't have superpowers, but they're inspired by a superhero.
0: Well, I mean, the way the way she she's been depicted physically, I think it's a winner. I mean, just looking at her, she is just going to be in every person's home. I, I, I honestly do and truly do believe that
2: so excited with how natasha depicted this character and also she's she's very short because she's a former gymnast you know so she's quite short and muscular <laughs> and she's got these amazing red boots so i just love the the whole look <laughs> and and feel of Nichelle wright it's actually one of those characters that i was so happy to
0: to have created let me just go to to lauren who's listening to this and lauren we're going to get on to the tv series in in a minute but what is the joy for you after after your Massively successful novels of comic writing. Just share it with us.
1: It's a different format, Jenny. It's um, just really fun. It's amazing to see your ideas come to life. Uh, you know, being illustrated. And of course, I worked in animation for a long time. I was the showrunner on *Ogo: The Adventures of Pax Africa*, um, which was an animated TV show which ran for years on SABC. And I love, what I love about comics and animation and script writing is the collaboration. You're working with other people to make something more interesting, more dynamic. It becomes, it's not just your brain, baby, it's also someone else's. And I love that mixing of creative DNA. It's so exciting and it's so incredible to like see what the artist comes up with and how that actually maybe sometimes changes your idea about the characters or where the story is going
0: so when I was speaking to Lorette I mean she mentioned both both of you as being part of Book Dash it's exactly what you're saying Lauren it is that collaborative thing that that has made Book Dash so incredibly
1: successful. Absolutely and the fact that it's under Creative Commons that anyone can download these books and print them out and sell them if you want to but the fact that these books are available for people to translate, for people to read, that they're getting them out to kids, literacy is so important for kids and, and it's not it's not just kind of an educational thing, mm-hmm. it's about engaging with stories it's about that imagination it's for me the big thing about storytelling and stories is that they allow us to be more than we are to experience other lives to dream bigger to just expand your soul as cheesy as that might
0: sound. Mahali, do you feel the same way? Do you feel a, a sense of freedom and collaboration when you put your novels aside? And I think that that's a solitary thing and work on the comics. Is, is it because it's collaborative that is one of the appeals of that?
2: I think Lauren and I spoke about this a, a while ago at length, actually talking about how after writing a, a novel and going through this process for, for weeks and weeks and weeks and, and months, mm. it, it's so nice to be able to collaborate with people you know and I think doing comics is is a great break for me from being kind of the writer who is by herself so I I do enjoy the the collaborative effort of it and it's fun you know it's fun
0: we get to do crazy things in comics. And also working with a team Often your ideas change, as Lauren was saying. You know, you might—it's—it's like going into a talk show where you think you know what you want to say and you think you understand what you what you believe in. But by the end of that, actually, because you've taken so many calls, you're thinking in a different way, and and windows have opened on the discussion. I mean, I, I think it's it's similar in that sense, Lauren. What do you think?
1: Um, I think so. Yeah, I I think it is that freedom to riff off other of mind and. For me, the magic is that other minds are so different to yours and people have different perspectives. And I'm currently developing a TV show, uh, a horror TV show with my friends Sandra Bestinger and Dale Halderson. And it's so fun to like just springboard off each other. It becomes a trapeze act where you've got someone catching you when you're about to fall and then throwing you higher and you're doing the same for them. And it's so exciting and it's much more fun than sitting down and writing a long, hard, lonely novel.
0: Okay, so Mahali, at the moment, you are obviously doing comics, but are you writing, writing, uh, you know, are you doing a novel? (laughs) I hope my publisher's not listening. Yes, I am.
2: (laughs) I am, I'm writing. Um, it's a little slow, to be honest with you, but it's coming. It's coming. So, Andrea, if you're listening, I am working. It's a little slow.
0: She listens to everything. I'm so sorry. She'll pick up the phone to you. (laughs) 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 So, so I think, I think that's the best of both worlds, being able to, to, to do this incredible mix. Of course, you know, so, so uh, I'm very excited by this whole thing. And, and, and is Captain America going to go onto our home screens? you know i have no idea i really have no idea okay because it should shouldn't it
2: it it should but there's there's so much else that's going on right now like the the quasi uh comic that i'm working on we're actually developing it into an animated series so <laughs> i'm i'm juggling so many balls right
0: now okay well quasi is is another thing altogether because he's got you know certain powers doesn't he
2: Yes, he does. He's actually, he's actually very different from Nichelle from United States of Captain America. She's got no powers, whereas Kwesi is. Some people say he's South Africa's first superhero, and that's also been a lot of fun to work on.
0: Yeah, I think it sounds like wonderful fun. So, Lauren, let's 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 get to you. I mean, I was just, I mean, I have known you for quite a while, and as you rebuked me the other day, I haven't done a long interview with you, and <laughs> I, and I mean, I, I will obviously do something about that, but uh, this is not. <laughs> (laughs) a long interview but but your novels have been published in 24 countries you've won the most amazing prizes but right now I can remember and you telling me at uh, Mm Franschhoek and I think it was was it in 2013 that Leonardo DiCaprio um, had optioned your terrifying novel The Shining Girls and we all thought this is the sexiest thing that could have happened to any writer in South Africa and then it just went quiet didn't it
1: so, yeah, I mean, the thing is that what most people don't understand about books being optioned is that usually it takes on average, like most most of the time it never happens. You get some free money, you get to talk about your dream casting, they write some scripts, they take it out, no one's interested, and it just goes away. So most most book adaptations never happen. The ones that do take on average 10 years. Mm. So it's been eight years. And at one point, Danny Boyle had written the script. And they were shopping that around. That didn't go anywhere. And, you know, Hollywood, it's a long game. And... really depends on the talent. I think this really took off when Elizabeth Moss came on board and she absolutely loved the character. We they've obviously aged her up because in the book she's twenty three. But I'm just so excited and the way she her creative vision for it, she's on as an executive producer and them taking that to go and sell it to Apple has been just absolutely phenomenal.
0: So literally I mean when I saw this happening I just I just sort of sat there and I thought what is going on now? It actually <laughs> is going to happen because Leonardo DiCaprio, I mean, he optioned it in the in the first place. We're mm. talking about your, your hit novel, The Shining Girls, and we just have to describe it briefly to, to the people who are listening to us. And then he is the executive producer for Apple. You are also an executive pr- producer with Leonardo DiCaprio. I nearly drowned in the bath when I was reading that. <laughs> and I you thought I'm going to... I'm going to drown with excitement. Um, <laughs> and you are also, I mean, I think it is absolutely fantastic for Apple TV and, and the stars are, okay, better tell us. I can't read my yeah, own sure. writing. No,
1: absolutely, totally. No, so Elizabeth asked. Elizabeth Moss is starring um, okay. and she's uh, this time so it's about the book is about a time-traveling serial killer and <laughs> Elizabeth Moss plays Kirby the the woman who survived the attack and is now mm. turning the hunt around Harper the time-traveling serial killer is being played by Jamie Bell who you might remember from Billy Elliot oh yes yeah and then Brazil one of Brazil's well Brazil's biggest actor Wagner Morrow is playing Dan the kind of alcoholic homicide detective who helps her and I've seen some you know they're actually filming at the moment in Chicago <laughs> uh, they started off Monday mm. and in a different world I would be on location and hanging out and it would be amazing but you know we're living in the plague and um but I've, I've seen some I've seen some stills from the shoot and it's just it all looks amazing it's so exciting there's an all-female lineup of directors for the first season with like really big names including Michelle McLaren who was on Game of Thrones and Great Bad mm. and it's just so exciting it's wonderful it is
0: so exciting uh, uh, Mahali have you read The Shining Girls? Um, Actually, The
2: Shining Girls is one of my favorite books, and and Lauren knows this as well. (laughs) So as you're talking about this, I'm super, super excited. It's one of my favorite books of all time.
0: Okay, so I want you to describe it to Kai fm listeners, because it is quite difficult to grasp, and Lauren knows it backwards and inside out and everything. You tell the story of The Shining Girls. Well, The Shining Girls
2: is, like Lauren said, a story about a time-traveling serial killer. But now I don't want to give any spoilers. But basically, yeah. he targets specific women through time. And one of the women that survives one of his attacks, she wants to catch him, obviously. You know, you. I think if you get attacked, you get mad. But I think it's also just about how... Um, When we talk about, you know, violence against women, we don't talk about all of the amazing things that those women could have gone on to do. And so, Lauren, did I get this right without any spoilers?
1: Yeah, no, I think you nailed it. You know, I think for me, the very important thing was to be able to write about how we talk about violence against women, what it means when women are lost. And also, you know, to look at the course of the twentieth century and how things how much things have changed for women and how things haven't as well. You know, so there's one character, for example, who's very involved in the abortion movement and helping desperate women get abortions and the 60s and 70s mm. and the fact that we're still having a debate about abortion and legalization and the right today is just devastating to me so there are these lessons from history that we haven't learned that we haven't overcome and the struggle will always be the struggle um and sometimes we make great headway including you know acknowledging trans rights for example and sometimes we just step backwards in the most horrifying way so so
0: for uh, uh, well of course that comes through incredibly strongly throughout the story and the heroine i mean she is she is so brave so determined and so in enraged that that she would hunt him down to the ends of the earth and basically she does so so for anyone listening this is a is i've been reading the reviews because i knew i was speaking to both um, both authors. But, but reading the reviews and the re- reviews of The Shining Girls, I mean, even Stephen King gave you a review. And uh, I mean, it's just gone on and on. It's too much, actually, Naren. Um, <laughs> no, no, it's hard
1: for me to take seriously, actually. Like, I actually can't can't take that stuff on board.
0: But I'm I mean the the, the idea of of a serial killer escaping over you know just just escaping because he he as soon as he's killed someone he moves into another time. So how do you yep. track him down? And that is the central theme of the story as well as this enraged it's it it is absolutely terrifying it is on the shelves so i urge you if you want to read that is going to stretch you and inform you and when people say that that you know people say no i don't read fiction i just want i actually want to smack them because fiction actually teaches you so much that uh, that fact actually couldn't do now i've actually got to say goodbye to both of you
1: that's fine, but can I just recommend uh, Mahali's book, Short Stories, Intruders, which is really where African science fiction and fantasy is going. So please, everybody run out and buy that as well, as well as Leone and crazy and all the other amazing things that she's
0: working on. So, well, I, th- Lauren. <laughs> I've, uh, listen, the two of you are just a talent team together. Lauren, I haven't even got on to what you're doing at the moment, <laughs> but we will, we will. Uh, Mahali, thank you so much for spending time with us. Good luck, good luck, good luck with everything that you're writing at the moment, and I'm just so proud of you Thank you, thank you so you much. Jenny. And Lauren, I have no words. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> it is so exciting. In, in, and, and they're sending you pictures. And uh, so you've got an idea of what's going on. But you should be there. And um, yeah, well, you know, m- maybe something will happen and you will be. A- Can't you well, hitch-, may, may we, hitch?
1: May we get our vaccine
0: rollout going? No, no, no. I mean, hitch a ride with Macron. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely.
1: Definitely. Maybe like suck some
0: of his blood out to get his sweet, sweet vaccine as well. <laughs> okay, that's it. Both of you. Thank you. Oh. Thank you so much for chatting to Thanks. us, Mahali and Lauren Bukas, celebrating massive successes.
2: Saturdays with Jenny, every Saturday from 9 to 11 a.m. On
1: Kaya 959. On the street, on the air.